Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Versatility Podcast. For today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the perfect Eminem uh, album or playlist. So, uh, I did Travis, I did the perfect Travis Scott playlist yesterday. Now, today I'm going to be doing the perfect Eminem playlist. So then tomorrow I'm going to do another artist. And yeah, we're just going to get right into it. Tonight is also the ESPYs. So uh, I'm watching the ESPYs right now as I'm recording, actually. So um, tomorrow I might talk about it in another episode if I want to do that instead because that's, you know, sports-related content. So I guess I'll talk about the ESPYs who won the awards, um, the speeches, everything that they did. Uh, It's only two hours. It just started like 20 minutes ago. But anyway, I will talk about that tomorrow. For today, I'm just going to be talking about Eminem's albums and songs that I've really enjoyed and I really listen to still all the time. So we're going to start in order from his first project, uh, the Slim Shady LP. And from those songs uh, that I really love, we got My Name Is, which is his first uh, hit, his first um, big, his first biggest song. Uh, guilty, guilty, I said guilty, wow. Guilty Conscience, Conscience, and brain damage, uh, role model. Come on, everybody! Rock, rock bottom. Just don't give a fuck. Bad meets evil, and still don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, this is actually probably my third favorite Eminem project. Uh, Slim Shady LP is a great album. I haven't heard, I haven't heard in a bit, so I kind of don't remember a lot of like what it was. Uh, mainly, like I just don't remember so much of the songs, but. The ones that I just mentioned, Guilty Concessions, uh, Brain Damage, My Name Is, If I Had, uh, Role Model, Come On Everybody, Rock Bottom, I'm Shady, Still Don't Give a Fuck, Just Don't Give a Fuck, you know, those I remember, but the rest, I just kind of were just there. There's some of them were skits, so I didn't really listen to most of them as well. We got 97, Bonnie and Clyde, I also really enjoyed that one, and the rest are skits. As the world turns, didn't like that one, but the rest, overall, I really enjoyed. Uh, the expanded version. Now we get to his next project in 2000, the Marshall Mathers L- the, Mash- the Marshall Mathers LP. Why the hell can I not speak today? Anyway, this is actually my favorite Eminem project, um, and we'll start off with "Kill You," "Stan," "Who Knew," "Steve Berman," "The Way I Am." I'm back. Remember me, Marshall Mathers, The Real Slim Shady, Drug Ballad, Bitch Please Part Two, Kim Under the Influence of Criminal. So that's basically the entire album. All the skits I don't listen to, but all the songs I do. So I really enjoy all the songs. Really enjoy pretty much this entire album a lot. So we're gonna really be talking about it a lot because for sure this is uh my favorite Eminem project, and you know it's just. It's his best, his work, his best work. I, th- I think this is just overall better quality. It's one of the highest selling hip hop albums of all time. I think like top 10 or maybe top five, something like that. Yeah, it was a great album and it did super well on the charts and everything. Um, next, we got the Eminem show um, and we got White America, Business, Cleaning Out My Closet, Soldier, Without Me, Sing for the Moment, Superman. Till I collapse, my dad's gone crazy, and curtains close. Now 
the Eminem show probably has to be my second favorite Eminem project. Uh, overall, I think the project do miss a little bit of of like the the what it was missing in the in this project that it did have on uh, the Marshmallows LP and even on the Marshmallows LP too. But the LP, the first one was way better than the second one. Um, I just think that you know more delivery on in White America business. Clean out my closet. There's fewer hits here, but we still got without me, which is probably the standout. Cleaning out my closet, the second standout. Till I collapse was obviously another of his, one of his biggest songs. And yeah, absolutely like this project. Just, I haven't heard this one in, in a bit too either. But the Marshmallows LP is the one that I really stick to a lot too. In 2004, he dropped in Encore, and he dropped uh, Evil Deeds. Never enough, like to like toy soldiers, uh, Rain Man. I guess just lose it for a little bit. Mockingbird, Crazy in Love. We as Americans, there's a lot of sh uh, you know uh, singles here that I really don't like. Puke and Big Weenie and Ass like that. It's just I don't know. It's just a little weird, but uh, the rest is, I I enjoy. The rest I enjoy. It's not it's not a crazy album like his first three projects. But yeah, and Core was okay. And he took a five-year hiatus and dropped Relapse in 2009. And I only like four songs from Relapse. I only like probably Bagpipes from Baghdad, We Made You, um, Beautiful, Crack a Bottle, oh, and 3 a.m. And that's it. The rest is, is not not great. It was one of Eminem's weakest projects. Kind of felt from a from a distance right there, after his hiatus, after dropping uh, four projects before that, it was kind of a fall off. But then in 2010, he made a recovery, literally, because his album name was Recovery. And he, Cold Wind Blows, Going Through uh, Changes, Not Afraid, which was the biggest song on the album, No Love, Spacebound, 25 to Life, So Bad, Love the Way You Lie, featuring Rihanna, and You're Never Over. Yeah, recovery was recovery. It literally was um, exactly what everything I was expecting for from Eminem's projects evolving. And I like this project. It's overall an, an okay, decent project. I'm not going to give it so much hype around. Now we got the Marshmallow LP2. We got Bad Guy, Survival, Legacy, Berserk, Rap God, The Monster, Love Game, and Beautiful Pain. Those are the ones that I really enjoy as well. Revival. Let me check. Huh. Let me see how many tracks. Three, six. Oh, hold on. Yeah. Three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen, eighteen, nineteen. So there's nineteen tracks. And there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. 16, 17, 18, and 19 tracks that I absolutely don't like. I do not like this album. This album is one of the worst albums I've ever heard in my life, Eminem. I can't I can't speak on it. The fact that you have Beyonce on the intro and I still don't like that song, it, it's kind of tough. And you have Ed Sheeran, which I don't really like Ed Sheeran because I think he's just trash. Um... <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. I hate to say it like that, but I'm sorry, man. I just I don't like his music, man. Oh, Shape of You and his latest project. Please stop it. Stop it, Ed Sheeran. 
Stop it. You've turned weight. Like, man, I thought Taylor Swift was like, like, okay, Taylor Swift is not bad. She's not a bad artist at all. Like, I like Taylor Swift's music, but I feel like in the beginning when she was transforming into like the pop icon that she is now, it was so many like, ah, I just didn't like that phase, you know? She was in that, you know, she, cause you, she, before she became a pop star, she did country music and like, like more singing, more country type music before like pop and shit before, um, before all her fucking project, like what, 2012? That was in like 2011, 2012. That's when she started taking her pop and that's when she just evolved and got a, became a bigger artist and one of the biggest artists around the entire world, you know, obviously like that, uh, but hey, back to Eminem. 2018 Kamikaze. After the trash of Revival in 2017, Kamikaze comes out in 2018. And this project was great. I actually enjoyed this. The Ringer, Greatest, Lucky You, Normal, uh, Not Alike, Kamikaze, Fall, Nice Guy. Venom is trash. But every other song is pretty good. Lucky You with Jordan Lucas, one of my favorite songs of 2018. Feature was great. Video was creative. The flow was insane. This was Eminem that I was waiting for for a while. You know, this was what I thought Revival was going to be. You know, fast Eminem, but also good delivery, good lyrics at the same time. Again, this is the album where he just created it because he just wanted to diss the entire rap game, the mumble rap industry. But at the same time, it didn't. He didn't. He didn't diss anyone that I didn't like or that I liked. So it wasn't credibility of him dissing people that I, I enjoyed listening to. What did he diss? Lil Pump, Lil Yachty, and Tyler Creator. Like who else? Like I'm pretty sure those are like the three that come to mind. Verbally he's literally said their names on the on the album. The rest, huh? Hobson's logics, he inspired them. Yeah, he dissed a lot of people in that song. But it's Eminem, man. You get dissed by Eminem, either you appreciate it because Eminem dissed you, or you just like lose your shit because hey, he dissed you. Like that's fucked up. But his latest project that dropped January seventeenth, twenty twenty. I mean, shit. I mean, come on, man. This is a. Uh, this is probably his top six best album, his sixth best album, or something like that. But music to be murdered by is probably. One of it's probably the best project that he has dropped since recovery. Since 2010, this is his best project. This is better than Kamikaze, better than Revival, better than the Marshmallows LP2, but not better than Recovery. And then, you know, Recovery against that. Relapse is probably like behind that. And then I can say the Slim Shady LP, the Eminem show, and the number one, the Marshmallows LP, right? So this is obviously not a this is obviously not a bad album, but we got accommodating with featuring uh, Young Ma. Those kind of nights, I don't like Ed Sheeran's part, but Eminem did okay on the song. Godzilla with Juice World, one of the best songs of the year. Darkness, dark yes, Darkness. You've seen the music video it was a great music video, very deep, very. It was about the uh, the twenty seventeen mass shooting in in Vegas at the. Concert, yeah, it was, it was fucked up, but yeah, 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 featuring Royce, the Five Nine, Black Thought, Q Tip, and D One, uh, Stepdad, Little Engine, Lock It Up with Anderson Pack, No Regrets with Don Tolliver. I was so shocked. I think what got me so excited was one of the features with Don Tolliver on this project. 
Like, that was crazy. I never thought Don Tolliver was going to collab with Eminem. Like, it's, especially because I just don't feel like they're just so different in style. And I feel like Eminem at that point, he, he just hates people with auto-tune. So I was thinking like, hey, maybe he, he, he has something of, of a hatred with Don Tolliver. I don't know, you know? Because this man made a whole album dissing fucking mumble rappers and auto-tune shit. You know, so I'm guessing Don Tolliver was it. I mean, he uses auto-tune fantastically, in my opinion. But maybe this man's like, nah, Don Tolliver's trash. But that's not the case. That didn't happen. I'm glad Eminem actually fucks with Don Tolliver. Or, you know, had him on his own album because maybe he doesn't. But, you know, I could just believe that because he was on his album. And I really like the song, No Regrets. Uh, which other song? I Will featuring uh, Royce of 59 and Joel Ortiz and KXNG Crooked. I don't, I've never heard of that dude, but yeah, he was also on the song as well. Like, this project is still enjoyable to listen to. I really enjoyed this project. And it was just released in January. I haven't heard it in a bit. But it, it, it has been a, a project that I've listened to this year. I heard it, you know, I've heard a lot of it from, from February and from the latest, uh, from like the latest fucking months. I've, I probably heard most of it in February. And then when it came out, January 17th. You know, so Eminem has kind of, you know, he was at the peak, the peak. Go, go. He went a little bit down. He went down. Then he went up a little bit. You know, he went up. He going up. Revival. Oh, 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 oh. Come on, dude. No, 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 no. Kamikaze. Raised him a little bit. And the music to be murdered by kind of, you know, put him up a little bit. You know, so yes, he's had ups and downs with his albums. He, It's not the most consistent running. But I mean, come on. We cannot deny that. It's the Slim Shady LP. Marshall Mathers LP. Eminem Short. Even in Corman. Those are his best projects, and those are hip-hop's best projects ever. I mean, Eminem is is, is one of the legends. I, I have him as a top five rapper in my top five uh, rappers of all time, man. I just think that Eminem just has a great delivery, a great flow. Lyrics is insane. Uh, he just has every aspect in, in what a rapper has that just it, it just makes it unique. It makes his own style. And he also has, you know, a bit of his own mix of controversy, controversial uh, statements. You know, he just says a lot of weird and very, you know, maybe uncomfortable stuff. He's certainly uncomfortable is a great way to uh, say, you know, some of his lyrics from his past music. Um, but he did it for controversy. And he always did that because he's always secured him as the best rapper. And he's been doing that because that's how he got recognition. And yes, a lot of people loved it. A lot of people hated it. Tyler, the creator, is an influence by Eminem from that, you know, controversial stating that, you know, in the beginning, he, he made mixtapes that were, you know, he's he talking about raping pregnant bitches. Like, he, he said, I, I, I talked about it in a, in a 20 rap lyrics that'll make you cringe. And that episode, I think I talked about Tyler, the creator in that, uh, or did I? Or maybe I did not, but maybe I did not include it. But he was talking about some, yeah, some 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 really uncomfortable stuff. It's things you don't want to hear on a rap song. You just want to have fun, or you know, cry, or just however you feel. You still don't want to hear that in a rap song, you know. And it proved it, you know. And Eminem backs up his shit, you know. He has been. He wasn't the most consistent. Yes, his discography is kind of like a like a B, you know. Maybe the discography is not an A. It's not Kendrick. It's not just consistent, but. 
it shows ups and downs, but I see a lot of ups. I see more ups and downs. Like, the only downs is Revival and Relapse. Like, if he didn't have Revival and Relapse, if he never released those projects, I, I mean, man, this could this man could be, like, probably the greatest rapper ever. I mean, the thing is, Eminem has been doing this for 20-plus years, right? So I can clearly say he deserves a spot in um, in hip-hop Hall of Fame or Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because that's not a thing yet. They need to. They need that needs to be a thing at some point. Hip Hop Hall of Fame. You know, it kind of sucks that it's only Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It needs to be Hip Hop Hall of Fame at some point. Anyway, um, you know, Tupac had a short career. You know, he's been he was that big rapper that we all loved in the '90s for like what five years from like '91 to '96. You know, it, it, and you know it sucks. We could have had Tupac. Yes, and all those projects that were released after '96. That don't count because they were just from the label. I mean, we can only count Tupacalypse now, Strictly For My Niggas, Me Against The World, and All Eyes On Me. So when he was alive, he dropped four projects, you know? Those were the four projects that Tupac cemented himself as a legend in rap. The ones after, like, Are You Still Down, The Rose Grew, Until The End Of Time. So all of those are from the 2000s, 2001, 2002, 3, 4. Like, that doesn't count. Pac's Life in 2006, that don't count, you know what I'm saying? Same thing with Biggie. You know, they both had tragically short careers and, you know, we it wasn't enough. Like, four projects and, and Biggie, how many did he have? He had legit two projects. Two, Biggie, two fucking projects. That it, Biggie legit only had Ready to Die in 94 and then Life After Death in 97. And 97 was, it was actually a couple months before he passed away in 97. So two albums from Biggie. And he's arguably one of the best project, one of the best rappers of all time. Tupac, four albums when he was alive. And he's one of the best rappers to ever live, you know? So they didn't have enough time to kind of like, like fuck up or, or like, you know, drop a bad project once in a while. Because let's admit it, Eminem, Revival, Trash. Drake, um... Okay, uh, Scorpion, you can include Scorpion, is probably his worst project, or More Life, or maybe, Kanye, okay, this is kind of hard, this is kind of hard, maybe, I don't think Kanye has one album that is just universally hated, or just bad, but I think most people are just gonna mostly gonna say yay, or, um, or his newest project, Jesus is King, probably most people are gonna say between those, are his worst projects. But I mean, we can't deny that uh, the college dropout, uh, late registration, graduation, my dark, beautiful, twisted fantasy, those were his fucking amazing projects. Those are his great projects. You know what I'm saying? But Tupac, he, he's, he's only had all that greatness for, for five years and already cemented himself as a legend. You know, and obviously, he, he, he's done more than just drop four projects and make good songs. He obviously, Changes was not on any of the projects that he dropped. It was on the Greatest Hits project in twenty in 1998. But again, you know, I guess the, 90, the Greatest Hits project that was released in 98, I guess that also makes it count because he did drop, like, what songs did he not, like, where did he... Was changes in any of his projects? I don't think so. I Get Around was probably in Strictly For My Niggas. Keep My Head Up, I Get Around 100%. His best projects from 
All Eyes on Me was 96, was two of America's most wanted, California Love. Okay, California Love was on that album. Thug Passion. Yeah, man. Uh, All Eyes on Me, by the way, another great project, man. I fucking love All Eyes on Me. That is 100% Tupac's best album. Unfortunately, his last album um, ever when it comes to him actually dropping his last. It wasn't his official last album, but it was his last album before he passed away. I'm not including all the fucking songs that were dropped after. I guess we could only consider greatest hits in 1998 because, of course, we got Hail Mary and then Changes and, you know, obviously Dear Mama and, you know, those are the songs that came after, but... I mean, he didn't have a lot of time to, like, mess up. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have... Like, if he was just consistent with it, four projects, not enough. And Biggie, two damn pro... Two fucking projects. Two projects. Hey, man. Come on. Two projects and... Oh, man, he's a GOAT. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that they're not GOATs so they're not one of the best rappers ever. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying they didn't have time to mess up. They didn't have time to drop a project... That could have kind of like put him in a in a in a position where, okay, they dropped a bad project. We gotta rank them lower because uh, they can't be the best, you know, something like that. They can't have an L, you know. Like Michael Jordan, he's known to be the greatest basketball player because six rings, never lost in the finals, never even played in a game seven. You know, losing for him is probably the be the be is what makes him stronger. So he takes what losses are to him. Whether it's someone ignoring him, whether it's something that just triggers him and makes him salty about something, he uses that as blood, drinks that shit, and then absolutely goes off the next game and just destroys his opponents and then wins another championship to the city of Chicago. That's that's what he does. And he's done that all of his career in his 15 seasons, you know? Six of those years in the 90s, you know? It was dominant as fuck. Okay, we went from Eminem's albums to Tupac and Biggie to now... Fucking Michael Jordan. All right. I'm a little, I'm getting off topic. But anyway, though, that was it for today's episode. I talked about Eminem's projects. And I talked about the perfect playlist for Eminem. All the songs that are my favorite from his. You know, I really enjoy Eminem. He's one of my favorite artists, favorite rappers of all time. Top five. You know what? I think I am going to be doing a, a, uh, Shit, I might do a top 50 or top 30. I'm going to just do maybe top 30 uh, rappers of all time. And then top 20 new school rappers, which is going to be kind of hard because new school, I would let, there's so many new school artists now that by talent, it's just so, you know what? We're going to put like mainstream rappers. We're going to do, we're going to do more on like my own opinions on that. We're not going to include people like, we're going to drop we're going to do something different. All right, what about tomorrow? I might do top 20 new school rappers that have dropped a project this year. So I can't include Kendrick, J. Cole. I can't include um, Kanye. Is he? Is he? Is he? I think he's old school. I can't. I, it has to be a rapper that's top 20, in my opinion, that dropped the project this year. So Uzi might be there. Polo G might be there. You know? So I'm not going to add Kendrick or J. Cole because they would be number one. Kendrick would be number one for sure. But he didn't drop no fucking project this year. And if he does, well then, 
he's number one there. Yeah, fuck it. Unless his album is trash, which is probably not going to be if he ever drops one this year, then he's not going to belong there. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. I have another episode tomorrow. I'll see you guys in a bit. Peace out. Peace out. Take care. Please don't be doing some retarded dumb shit during this quarantine because, man, I have seen, I've seen too much. I've seen people not giving a fuck, a flying fuck about uh, everything that's going on. So just be careful. Be responsible. Don't be an idiot. So, uh, yeah. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace out and stay safe.